it's easy to get caught up in like, oh, we should have done that. And being rigid in that mentality, it has its benefits. But of course, finding that equilibrium between rigidness and going with the flow, it takes a little time, but with experience, you'll be able to find that balance for you. Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. You've got with you today, The Knucklehead, and I'm excited about having the next, really the next guest on the show. He just told me they came in from Panama, right? So Lane and his family, they're out in, uh, in Colorado Springs, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High, a bunch of different contexts behind that, but I love Colorado for a bunch of different reasons. One, the beautiful scenery, the incredible people, but my goodness gracious, Lane, we appreciate you taking some time, man, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, 100%, man. 100%. So tell people a little bit about, uh, you know, what are you doing in Colorado? You just came back from Panama. I mean, Panama is unbelievably beautiful from what I, the little that I know. I'm not as <laughs> well versed in all things geography there, but you tell me. I mean, isn't that incredible? There's like the ocean on both sides and yet you want to go hang out in the mountains? What's, what's going on? Yeah, you know, I, I love the mountains. I love the beach. But uh, yeah, my wife and I, we were in Panama for about a year and a half and uh, she has family down there. So we were connecting with them. And uh, just having a, having a good time. But we decided, you know, hey, it's time to get back to the U.S. And I was stationed here for about four or five years in the military. And this is where my wife grew up. And so Colorado Springs, you know, naturally became the place that we wanted to go back to. And uh, we have family here. We have friends here. And, of course, like you said, the mountains are beautiful. We got the crisp mountain air. We got the tons of sunshine, which I love. So that's why we're in Colorado. So it's great to be back in the U.S. 100%. 100%. So you're up in an area where there's a lot of things that are changing about Colorado, right? There's a lot of things. Uh, there's a huge influx of people once they've changed some of the state laws that are there. It's created so much economic opportunity. It's really pretty incredible. And I, I think that that's indicative with the title of your business, Increased Freedom. But before we go down that path, what I'm interested in is tell people a little bit about you. You made reference to the fact that you served, spent some time in the Army, right? So appreciate your service, appreciate what you did. And you still have a lot of connection to to military folks and veterans now. But tell, just tell people a little bit about you, where, where you come from, where you know where you got your your start as it relates to business, and and what was it about the military that made you want to leave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma, joined the military at seventeen, and uh, you know, did the kind of military thing. You know, did, started out and then went special forces a couple years in, and then had a special force career, did a lot of missions, did a lot of training. And uh, ultimately, my first duty station was Germany. And that's what kind of ties into the, the travel aspect. And okay. being able to stay, be stationed in Germany, being able to just experience different cultures, foods, places. And just I was soaking that in the first, you know, the, my first duty station. And that's where the love of travel came. And you know, of course, it blossomed from there. And I continued to travel, continue to explore. And uh, ultimately, that was that was the thing that allowed me to grow and kind of reinvent myself because every single place I could go, every duty station, every place I traveled, I was able to kind of reinvent myself or be more of my authentic self. And we could talk about that more in depth, but that was the thing that helped me get to travel. And, uh, you know, I've just been traveling ever since. Well, I like how you referenced reinventing yourself or becoming your more authentic self. Because whenever you change your geography, I mean, not only do, do you change, but your reaction to your environment changes. There may be some consistencies across different places, right? And the consistencies are, oh, geez, I, I haven't dealt with that 
struggle or I haven't dealt with that bad habit. And so those things will rear their ugly heads. But I think it's important to, to hover over this point, given that we're on knucklehead podcast, right? This is not do it right all the time and expect perfection <laughs> podcast. This is, this is yeah. knucklehead. This is the environment where people who actually accomplish incredible things with their life, right? They actually leverage significant influence because they've been able to, you know what, say, I, I don't have this figured out. I'm going to screw up. I'm going to make mistakes. Oh crap. I'm the one creating all these problems. So when you go from one spot to another, talk to people a little bit about the transformation and some of the things that you had to deal with that were really hard. And when I say hard, I'm talking about behind closed doors. What were some of the things that you had to have in terms of conversations with yourself? Or did you have those conversations with a mentor or somebody to help you adjust to, you know, this growth that you were experiencing? Yeah. So like we all fail. I mean, that's, you know, that's a, a fact. And by you changing the definition of, of what failure is, I think is one of the most important things for me as I was growing, because defining and having a specific definition of failure for yourself and not just borrowing somebody else's definition, I think it's critical because failure is going to happen. And how you look at failure, you know, and, that, and how I look at it is it's a progression to success and you have to stumble, you have to fall, you have to fail. And I wish I would have known that a little earlier by knowing that failure is up to my definition and, and how I look at it. And so failure is going to come and, you know, for, for travel and, uh, you know, experiencing new places, you know, it's like you said, it, it reveals things that you've never experienced or haven't been exposed to. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, you know, I had to learn the hard way is, you know, during my honeymoon with my wife, you know, we were in Australia and, uh, you know, being in the military, you know, we like to have, have a few drinks. So we like to, you know, bar hop and all that kind of stuff. And she just didn't really like that. And, you know, so we had to have that hard conversation and, you know, there was some words exchanged and, and, uh, you know, we made up of course, but we had to have that hard conversation. And this is kind of tying into relationships and, you know, people you care about significant others. And, you know, this is my wife and being able to have that, that truthful conversation and say, Hey, this is, this is why I'm doing this. And, and actually it, it took that experience of like kind of getting in a fight to really dig deep and like, why do, why do I do this? You know, or, you know, what is it, you know, behind the, the thing that I'm doing? And, you know, it's, it, it takes some, some courage to face that honesty. And uh, yeah, so that was one example of kind of like stumbling, falling, fighting and, and, you know, during travels and just being exposed to, to different cultures and how are you going to react? And, uh, you know, so many times I've stepped into the, a new culture and situation, you know, abroad and brought, assumption into the mix. And every time you do that, especially with something new, you're going to be wrong. Not all the time, but you're going to be wrong. And you might make an ass out of yourself. In the earlier days, I was doing a lot of assumptions. And now it's, I try not to do it. Of course, we all have that kind of bias, but uh, that's what I try to avoid. Yeah, I think that that's a good place to start. I remember I got back from a deployment in 2000 and, uh, 2009. For some context here, my stepfather, uh, who raised me, my dad left when I was, I was young. He had married, he being my stepfather, had married my, my mother and i raised myself. And he used to, I mean, he was physically abusive. He beat the tar out of us. So I was, I was coming to grips with coming back from a deployment. He got diagnosed with stage four cancer. So he was essentially on his deathbed whenever we got back. And so there was this process of emotional acceptance of all these crazy circumstances and so, I, you know, I said to my wife, I'm like, we've got to go, we've got, we've really got to go somewhere and emotionally detach. We've got to just get away from dealing with all of these things. And when I say dealing with them, we dealt with them, 
but we just wanted to have a, a break from them constantly being in our face. Give ourselves, I've heard some people say, like, take a breath, right? So we went to Thailand and it was amazing. We went to Bangkok. However, just coming back from, uh, from a deployment in the military, dealing with all these crazy things going on that facilitate anxiety, travel, international travel. I went back to my default pattern of, of trying to control and getting as rigid as possible because that's how the military had trained me. And whenever things kind of get out of hand or crazy or you feel as if you have loss of control, you create a very tense and rigid environment, especially for somebody who's not trained in the military, for instance, like my wife. And yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's trying to enjoy this, this experience. And here, this knucklehead, this, you know, this guy is trying to uh, com, you know, decompress and relax. It just, oh my goodness gracious, walking on the streets, seeing some of the things that I saw whenever I was in country there. It was just, it was the, it was the most unusual set of circumstances that I had to go through. But having gone through it, I'm thankful that you are now creating a an opportunity to where people can probably get best practices. They can get uh, some, uh, some learning lessons from somebody like you to say, hey, listen, the reality is going to slap you in the face as soon as you go through customs in a new country. And oh, by the way, here's probably the best way to, to get from point A to point B. And, and some really some things that are practical so people can, can reinvent themselves or quite frankly, just overcome some of those tough or rough edges uh, that we all have. Not all of us want to talk about though, but we all have them. Yeah, absolutely. Just a quick question. So is that true? Is that what you offer folks or to tell people a little bit about kind of what some processes are like whenever you go from one, one point to another and dealing with assumptions and then tell us about a time where you made an assumption and it went. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, especially in the beginning, there was so many assumptions that, you know, where I grew up, the community that I had, and even just the mentality of being an American going into a new place you know, you, you think that, okay, this is how it should be, or this is, this is what I'm expecting. And so many times, especially in the beginning, I was, it was wrong, you know? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, every single place, you know, there's just small examples of like, Oh, I didn't think the food would taste like that. Or I didn't, I didn't think the people would act like that, you know, and like certain, certain things about, um, understanding personal space in certain, certain countries that, that, you know, it's closer or it's farther away or, you know, certain things like that, using specific verbiage or, you know, kind of like gestures can be offensive or just not the thing that they do around there. So, I mean, there's so many examples of, of bringing assumption into the, into the mix. I think I've almost traveled to 40 countries and not every single country, there's a, a different thing that happens, but it's just, it's, it's the nuance. And really the, you know, if, if someone's listening and they've never traveled abroad, that basically go into a new country. Uh, of course, you got to do the research and stuff, but just go in there with an open mind and just try to leave assumption that like the, the comments of like, oh, that's not how we do it back home or like, oh, I thought it was going to be like that. Uh, it's going to happen. And definitely. It's going to happen. But if you go into the situation and into your trip with that in the back of your mind, then it's going to be able to melt faster and you're going to be able to enjoy the, the place or grow as a person and be able to you know, overcome that kind of that bias because you've never been exposed to that kind of stuff. Have you ever asked yourself why you haven't started a podcast? Well, I already know the reason. So do you. You don't feel like you're tech savvy. You don't feel like you got your message wired tight. And quite frankly, it's just, it's all this mystification going on. Quite frankly, uh, our process helps to demystify that. We're push button for podcasts. We're knucklehead. Why knucklehead? Well, we lead with the fact that you don't know what you're doing. We do. We've been there. We've actually been in your shoes. We take your spoken voice. We literally give a human voice to your website. You want to bring dead leads to life? Well, then you need to talk to Knucklehead. 
Essentially, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take you through our process and we're gonna help take your human voice and increase the process for you going from dead leads to life. How do I, how do, I do that? Well, you essentially just take your human voice, put it in a directory and let people consume more of you. Give your audience the ability to Netflix on you. They wanna binge watch you, they wanna binge listen. Give them the ability to take your voice along on that commute with them. So you can get in touch with us, Steven at Knucklehead Podcasts, or if you've got a really cool story, stories at Knucklehead Podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook at Knucklehead Promotions LLC. And get in touch with us. Don't be a beta about the process. Don't let the fact that you don't know prevent you from getting some wins. So don't be a beta, get some wins and contact us today. See ya. What's the process like for somebody who's dealing with that change when reality kind of slaps them in the face and they're dealing with an old pattern now? What have you found works the best for uh, processing that? Step by step. So it's basically uh, whatever thing that you're facing, basically ease your way into it. And that's the best advice that I give for anybody that is looking to do anything in life. Take the next step. And so basically you take the, the next step outside of your comfort zone at whatever thing that you're doing. So if you're wanting to travel to Africa, well, travel two hours away from your community. Then you travel, you know, somewhere else in the States, somewhere, you know, and so you kind of build these like little baby steps. And then by the time you get to, you know, the wild frontier or whatever you want to call it, you know, the extreme place that that you want to explore or whatever, then you have all of this, this data, this knowledge, this experience that you can draw upon and say, you know, oh, this is kind of reminds me of that one time. And so that you can apply analogy to this really kind of more different place. So that, that's, that's my, my recommendation for anybody is to ease your way into it and just take it step by step. Uh, I think that that's it's sound advice. Uh, anything done for the first time, uh, it's worth screwing up. Why? Because you'll get better at it the second time. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you screw up in, you know, an hour away from home, it's not that big of a deal. But if you, if you go all the way, you know, to, to some, you know, small, Asian village or something, then yeah, it could be a, a mental breakdown kind of thing if you're not prepared for it. It can be an international incident. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so tell people a little bit about increased freedom. Tell people about how to get in touch with you and, and obviously travel related. We're not just talking about travel here. We're also talking about personal development. We're talking about uh, being able to detach with who you were and, and accepting and stepping into who you're meant to be, who you're supposed to be, and kind of the best version of yourself, which is, which is never really an endpoint. It's a constant process of continuous improvement. So tell people a little bit about you and tell people a little bit about uh, um, Increased Freedom and, and best ways to get in touch with you. Yeah, so to its core, Increased Freedom is about allowing you to accept your bliss. You know, like think about you on top of a mountain, you got your eyes closed, you got your arms spread out and you're just like, you're breathing in the moment. You're soaking in every ounce of it. And you're just feeling that bliss, that happiness, that thing, that feeling. And that's, that's what we try to provide. And, and you don't have to be on top of the mountain. You could be in your backyard and do that. Or you could go uh, somewhere in the U.S. or wherever. But the, the idea is to use travel as a tool to get to that point. And, of course, you know, there's, there's many different ways. And so, but it's, it's all about you getting out into the world applying for, you know, simple principles to every, you know, every travel that you have. And then that sets up the best opportunity for you to have that wild, you know, life-changing growth that, that you may be seeking. So that's, yeah, that's what Increased Freedom is about. Um, you can find us at you know, increasefreedom.com. You know, I'm on social media at Increased Freedom. 
And uh, yeah, it's it, it's just uh, wanting to share a, a different side of travel that that not many people talk about. A lot of people talk about the the, the budget travel stuff, and that's great. And that's that's how you get there. But you know, what do you do when you get there? How do you prepare best for the travel? And that's what we focus on. Yeah, that's interesting. Whenever you take a vacation, people feel as if they're vacating reality, and they can go into a new area. And therefore, they, they have almost permission to not be themselves. They can be something other than what they are. And quite frankly, it's, it, it can blow up in people's faces uh, sometimes if they're not a little bit better prepared for, hey, what, what is it like at, at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday when you're normally at work and now you're not where you normally get that work done? What, what do you do? How, how do you, how do you come to grips with uh, your current set of circumstances? So what have you found uh, that doesn't go according to plan? You have an example of something that did not go according to plan that, that you, you don't mind sharing this time? Well, overall, you know, nothing ever goes according to plan. Like the, the point of the plan isn't to follow the plan. It's to, it's to give you a pivot point. So whenever something does go wrong or does go left when you should have gone right. So the, that's the point of the plan is to, to pivot. But uh, I mean, every, every trip is like that. And, and basically my mindset now is that you see the beauty in imperfections or the lefts when you turn, you should have turned right. And so if, if you change your mindset about like, oh, it didn't go according to plan or like, and versus, you know what? Yeah, let's just go, let's go right instead of left. And being able to welcome that flow or welcome that uh, imperfection of, of the plan, because, uh, you know, you and I, I think, you know, have a, have a lot of planning kind of like backgrounds where, you know, with the military and that kind of stuff. So like, it's easy to get caught up in like, oh, we should have done that and being rigid in that kind of that mentality, you know, it has its, has its benefits, but of course, you know, finding that equilibrium between rigidness and going with the flow is it's, it takes a little time, but with experience, you'll be able to find that balance for you. And so, yeah, I mean, every, you know, every single trip, it doesn't go to plan. Never goes to plan. For instance, like, Oh yeah, I, I got, I got a quick one. Yeah. 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 yeah sorry. Cause I was trying to think of, of a specific one. So like I, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro last November and really, yeah, the, the the trip, you know, it's like a, that's awesome. Yeah, we were we were uh, about it was like a seven day seven eight day trip or something like that, and the uh, one of the guy we had a five man group, and one of the guys none of his luggage showed up, and so we had to we had to basically like wait an extra day and we had to cancel a safari because we were waiting on on his stuff to get from U.S. all the way to Tanzania, <laughs> Africa, and so uh, you know so that was like a you know, moment like, Oh man, what do we do? Cause like, you know, for, you know, you had to toss around every idea. I'm like, well, okay. So does he, do we go without him? And then he catches up a day later. Do we, do we all hold up our, our, you know, our trip a day because we're waiting on his package or his luggage. And so we ended up kind of, you know, meeting in the middle and luckily there was a shop where he could rent, you know, some, some gear and we were able to, you know, we, we did wait another day and we canceled the safari because of it. But, you know, we were all going to do it as a team, you know, as a, as a, as a unit. So that was a, didn't go according to plan, but, you know, we were able to, to figure stuff out. Uh, that's a great example because that would be a terrible uh, experience uh, had everybody just decided, hey, listen, sorry, bud, you're left behind. With the no, original just- intent, is, is, good, good on you for keeping the original intent at the forefront of your mind. Uh, which I know was probably a difficult thing to do. And then talking through that, talking through that. Uh, how was it on top? I mean, how was it on top of Mount Kilimanjaro? That's amazing. That's an amazing story. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it, it inspired, you know, more kind of 
trips, you know, and, uh, but really it was, um, it was a very pivotal like experience and moment and that, that feeling that I was talking about, like I felt that. And it was one of those things where, you know, you plan, you know, I, we'd planned it for months and months and months and we took, you know, step by step again, uh, just taking those incremental steps and literally and figuratively. And so by the time we were about, I was about 200 meters from the, the, the top of the, of the mountain and where the sign is at, you know, I started getting these like, you know, really strong emotions, like, man, you know, I did this thing. Like I, I said, I was going to do it and I did it. And, you know, it, it doesn't sound like incredible, but like it felt incredible uh, because of the, you know, the journey, the process and, you know, just like the mentality like, man, I said I was going to do something that's, you know, pretty, pretty cool. And then I did it, you know, and it was all on my own terms. So it was a, it was a pretty incredible feeling at the top. But it was only halfway, so then we had to go back down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you had to go back down. It's not like they have a helicopter; they're waiting for you. Yeah, um, fantastic, man. Well, I, I appreciate Lane, uh, you taking the time to share the process of detaching uh, with who somebody was, accepting the fact that through that process of refinement, uh, that they are going to uncover things about themselves and, and, and quite frankly, challenges that they didn't think that they were capable of overcoming. People are largely capable of accomplishing whatever it is that they want to accomplish and starting with small steps. We call that get some wins here on the show. We also call it don't be beta, right? Because you can't <laughs> be a beta about the process. You, can't, you cannot be willing to accept somebody else's standard if, in fact, you're not happy with your current set of circumstances. You've got to be willing to go out there and get yourself some wins. You can't be a beta about the process and go make it happen. So we appreciate you sharing uh, those experiences. You've plugged just a little bit uh, about your business a little bit earlier, but how do people get in touch with you? Do you have like a, an email or a specific social media channel that you're most responsive at? Yeah, Instagram's probably the easiest. Instagram's at, you know, at Increase Freedom. That's the, that's the easiest way. And then any other way you can get a hold of me, you can go, go through there. And uh, cool. yeah, yeah, super that's easy. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, slide into his DMs on Instagram. There you go. You heard it. Lane, <laughs> Increase Freedom. Those of you who like listening to Knucklehead Podcast, we've got a new episode coming out every Tuesday. So check us out there. You can check us out on our Facebook group, Elite Mindset. It's through Knucklehead Promotions. You can check us out on Knucklehead Promotions at LinkedIn. We've got these video series coming out. We've got these stories that really, quite frankly, move people. Imagine for a second, you're in another continent that you've spent months planning to do something and you have every essentially hour accounted for. And one of the main factors to doing it as a team, somebody doesn't even have all their equipment. Gear accountability is the most important thing. I know that that sounds very, very familiar to military folks. However, when somebody else is in control of it, like the, the, the airlines, what happens when things go wrong? Well, Lane just told you how. Lane just told you how. Life has a funny way of smacking you upside the head and bringing a different set of circumstances to you. But how do you react to them? You are in control of that. And uh, increased freedom and Lane can walk you through how they feel best practices work with helping people get the optimal results they're looking for. So anyway, we appreciate you guys. Lane, anything else you want to leave these guys with? Step by step, you know, that's all you got to do. It's that simple. Step by step. All right. <laughs> all right, there you go. All right, guys, gals, we'll see you. Thank you. <laughs>